Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you seen Tom's hair? No. Have you not seen it? No, we're... Well, how would I, I see it? I popped it on my close friends. Oh, Carla, I've been flying over Buffy. I haven't watched a fucking thing on Instagram. <laughs> what do you mean flat out with Buffy? I'm on season three, episode eight. Right. I started last week. There's 22 episodes per season. Like, I've gone to the stage where it's not even stupid anymore. I'm fucking loving it. Like, I'm like, inject it. Because Bob, or uh, Adam's even like, what are you, are you... Like he's trying to slag me about it and I'm just like what? Shut the fuck up. He's trying to slag me about it. I'm like, what are you fucking joking me? You stay up till four o'clock in the morning playing Call of Duty. You don't stare at me. I will go off it'll be on site. I will go off. <laughs> oh I'm very serious about me Buffy lately. It's gone. And he's like, does she die? I'm like, yeah, a few times. Fuck off. Yeah, where do you think the Seal of the Slayers came from? Kendra. Forgot all about her. Forgot all about her. Forgot all about her. And she's like, bye, Slayer. Oh my God. She had like, it was like an Irish accent. That what? Was. <laughs> it was like, Kendra. <laughs> me watcha told me that the hill mouth was very bad. And then like, not even that, but. She's what? an island, island yell, isn't she? Is she supposed to be an island yell? Well, the second time she came around, it wasn't as strong. So I think they were like... They were like reeling in. Reeling Bring it back. But Buffy's legs are... What? Like, Buffy's legs are excellent, isn't it? Ah, uh, you wouldn't be able to get away with that Quite now. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Like, there's a few things. Like, she's... Sarah Michelle Geller was like saying, you know, like, oh, I feel that danger. So I'm like, it was fucking Liam Payne style kind of... Oh, like. Island accents. And she said it in her eyes. No. But that didn't age well. Cultural appropriation, racism, much. much You're like texting. <laughs> Treating as eh, <laughs> Sarah Michelle, eh, SMG, at SMG. What the fuck? It's gone. To, it's gone to, show us Tom's hair. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot all about Tom's hair. <laughs> Trying to find pics, it's difficult enough, you know. Hello, and you're very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion podcast. My name is Jen. Are they foils in a yeah. Absolutely. You said you were going to do him blonde, he's going to be like a little slim shady. Yeah, wait until you see him. It's fucking gas. Is it orange or white or no, it's, it's or silver? Like, oh, nice. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's um, it's very silver, very silver. Yeah, and he it's gas because obviously it's a he, month. 
Oh, amazing! He, uh, he'll more than likely zoom past the window there while we're recording because he usually fucks off. Not here. To. Oh, is he not? No, he's in the big. What you call it? The big smoke. He's in Dublin, said Isana. No, he's back home. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea's not the big smoke. <laughs> Cambridge, that's not the big no, smoke. It's, not. it's absolutely you not can't. The big, so you it's can't. the big library. Cambridge, it's the big library. <laughs> The big college. <laughs> he's back at the big college. It's the big campus. <laughs> it's back where they shot a little bit of Harry Potter. Yeah, he's. It's absolutely not a big smoke. Not the place. So you can't highlight close. Oh, you can. Hold on. Yes. Hello. Adding this to highlights. I'm dying to see it now. Yeah. He kind of looks like Diplo. It's kind of fucking gas. Get FaceTime him there. Huh? FaceTime him there. Well, that's a good it. idea. Yeah. Well, we'll do it off air because that's a bit boring for yeah, everyone else being like, don't care. About we'll do this. it in a while. We we'll do it on the break. Oh my god, he's proper. Wow, yeah. and is he loving it? He is a bit like Ken. He's a bit like Ken. You yes. know the amount of people that wrote to me being like, first of all, how has he not had this hair color sooner? Yeah. Second of all, he's the fucking image because they both have pointy gins. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't be one to say that Tom looks like Ryan Gosling at all. But no. You, it he does. doesn't, but it's like very... Yeah. They can see you. You get me? Yeah, feel me. I'm feeling you. Yeah, feel me. So, yeah. Very good. Very <clears throat> good. Right, queer. Go, guys. Fill me in on John Hill. What a week it's been. There's been many a weird celeb thing going on. There's, yeah, there's been a lot. And if you're into celeb things, you can sign up to our Patreon for six euros a month where you get five episodes. One of the episodes at the end of the month is a roundup episode where we go through all things pop culture and every mad thing that every celeb has done, everybody in the media, everyone popular, really. Yeah, we don't really hold back there. And we don't really hold back. Because behind a paywall. Because behind yeah. a paywall, so. There you go. There, you there, go. Go. there was a little segue. But anyway. It's a good plug, wasn't it? It was very quick. You can sign up in the link up in our bio and or was, in the show notes. That was real terms and conditions applied. I know. That was my voice. Yeah. That was my voice. Love that. So Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, is a surfer. Mm-hmm. She's a surfer, yeah. Okay. And her and him broke up a while ago. I don't know why. I don't have the exact dates. I don't think it matters. I don't know why is the time that she has kind of come out with this, but obviously she has. So... She started to post messages that Jonah had sent her that are kind of like, essentially what's happened here is he has used all the things that he has learned in his therapy sessions against her right? to kind of essentially be coercive in a way that he wants her to behave and he wants her to act. So Sarah is a professional surfer. Mm-hmm. So these are the things, because a lot of people are being like, everyone's saying he's being controlling, he's not being controlling, it's just what he wants out of a person in a relationship. And I'm like, okay, no. So let me read the messages. Okay. Also to preface this, the reason why I'm saying that about kind of therapy speak is because somebody who's amazing, check him out, Therapy Jeff, he has explained it all okay. in the best way possible. He does a lot of therapy things anyway, but he's really good. You'll definitely know him from TikTok. He's got a really nice soft voice. Right. You probably definitely know him. Anyway. He kind of broke it down as well. Loads of people have been breaking it down and kind of saying this is this is quite dangerous because if you're somebody who's easily allured, shall we say, yeah. or somebody who feels like he's quite developed because he did this documentary with his therapist. We talked about it not too long ago because it kind of went, um, it was like the number one thing to watch on Netflix. Everybody was talking about it and how amazing it was. And th- it was good. Like I watched it. It was good. 
he's talking to his therapist about like a lot of things like his brother passed away and how to get over grief and him and his therapist kind of bond and they have this kind of yeah, friendship relationship kinda, thing it looks kind of deep he looks a bit miserable in it it's all very, yeah it's yeah. all very miso black and white like mm-hmm. yeah therapy speak all that other kind of stuff no it helped a lot of people and a lot of people found it very because he kind of talks about he's not giving people therapy but he's talking about the main like he's talking I can't remember he t- calls it there's some kind of like triangle thing and it's a really good way of like thinking yourself out of anxiety or thinking yourself out right. of like bad cycles and circles and stuff like that so it's a good I think it's called Schultz or Stultz one of those two anyway just google Jonah Hill documentary mm-hmm. he did this everybody praised him for it was like he's done a lot of work on himself particularly with the amount of grief that he's had in his life all that other kind of stuff that's all well and good but his ex-girlfriend has now kind of came out and these are some of the messages that he had sent her and this is where kind of people are finding the problem so it starts off with she had changed captions of the photos of the two of them together so there's one of them together at the uh, don't look up premiere they're wearing matching suits it's kind of cute she said misogynist hiding in plain sight yikes then she'd like there was another one she said he got mad at me for sitting up to the point where the bombs were because he was stuck on the inside bell shoulder. And then people were kind of getting at him, or sorry, people were kind of then coming out with lots of other stories about him. And here's some of the kind of messages that he had sent her. So this is from him. He said, and modeling, which is the last profession I would be with as a partner. But lol, it must be hard feeling so trapped. She said, well, maybe you should have asked me more about what I do for work before you decided to date me. She's a professional surfer. You can see it on her page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She's always been a professional she surfer. She looks fucking hot, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she said, a little late notice. He said, keep taking me for granted. Go model. It's a fulfilling life. You'll love it. Real depth and substance is sustainability for relationships. But actually, I'm done with this conversation. Then he starts sending her like photos of Instagram people. Like there's one girl who's like pregnant and she's taking a photo. She kind of has like her belly out and her gym gear on. Mm. And he said, I would not date any of these people. People who value their internet presence over the relationship is not where I am in life. And it's fine if that's where you are in life. I wish you the best with it. Please stop sending me this stuff. Thanks. Oh, I think he'd liked some of the photos. Life will present real problems. These are unnecessary ones. Okay. Then... This is where it kind of gets a bit like there's there's so many, but then he's so the big one that everybody's using is he said, plain and simple. <clears throat> I said to her, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate relationships with men, if you need to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful. I'm not the right partner for you. If those things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there's no hard feelings. Those are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you on the way these actions have hurt our trust. Oh, now I... Because those first two messages, I was like, where is he bringing the therapy into it? Now it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's like, here's all the things. And he's like, those are my boundaries. And then he said... Literally just say hello and leave this conversation. I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I'm literally the best boyfriend on earth. Oh God. Yeah. Then she went on, there was like, she said, I don't know what the context was because she just kind of posted this. She said, look how I see, look to see how I took blame for him. 
said I'm sorry I said that I'd had a couple of beers I'm just upset feeling like we can't do surf social things without an uncomfortable situation arising that usually feels like my fault somehow I feel you pull away and then the feeling of being defective creeps in I think I'm not socially intelligent enough to meet your needs as a partner then I get frustrated and angry at myself and I just want to rip the band-aid off and I'm not good enough for you in moments of conflict my brain thinks you want to dump me because I'm not good enough for you and you're the ghost and you can do better and you'll immediately once you end things with me he said you're right we can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give regard to our relationship I've been vulnerable as I've been as vulnerable as possible and I'm telling you I'm needing you to step up to the plate which you can but these losers don't get your time if you want me oh god straight up it's consideration I respect your love of surfing but I respect myself as well this is her profession she's a professional surfer like and your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. I have my own issues that I own. If you want marriage and a family, you can't use that 25 card. Step up and cut shit. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifice of mine. These, I want to know what, what the fuck happened. Like she probably gave somebody a hug to say goodbye. So there's lots of things that she, like he was sending her then photos of her of her own page being like take this down and she was like okay <gasps> and he would be like take this one down as well oh, take that no. your asses out take this one down what the fuck yeah so basically now everybody keeps you know the one where he listed out and it's like this sounds like the summer of my life it's like boundary lists for inappropriate friendships with men <laughs> friendships with unstable women from my recent past it's like this is my summer <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck's sake yeah and he said, it's just constant. It doesn't reflect where we're at or you say where you want to be. I respect your skill and your surfing. I respect how you want to present yourself. I respect that you're hot and beautiful. I respect however you want to live, but I also respect myself and what I'm interested in in my own life and <clears throat> who I let into my heart and inner circle. So celebrate yourself and your life however you please and shine bright, but I don't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> shine bright. But not fucking near me. Yeah. Not brighter than me. Fuck off, Joni. Yeah. Oh, no. And I, I liked him. I know. And this is the problem. So here's a little bit of a snippet from what therapy Jeff has kind of explained about it and why, why he thinks it's important that we yeah. understand these things now. Jonah Hill was using therapy speak to control his girlfriend, Sarah, his now ex-girlfriend. And it's important that we go over this misuse of therapy language, which is kind of a thing these days and how it can be super problematic as it masks controlling behavior under a commonly accepted positive concept, in this case, boundaries, making it harder for the person on the receiving end, Sarah, to challenge it. Okay, so Jonah is basically telling his professional surfer girlfriend, I am not going to be with you if you surf with men, have boundaryless friendships with men, model, post pictures in a bathing suit, or post suggestive pictures, and are friends with women who are in unstable places. He goes on to say that these are my boundaries for a romantic relationship. Jonah's use of the term boundaries in this message is a misuse of the concept. A boundary is a healthy limit a person sets for themselves to protect their well-being and integrity. It is a rule or guideline that one creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for others to behave towards them and how they'll respond when someone passes those limits. However, in the message Jonah sent to Sarah, he is not setting boundaries that protect his emotional well-being. Instead, he is dictating what behaviors and friendships Sarah is permitted 
to have. He's essentially instructing Sarah on who she can be friends with, what she can do professionally, and how she can show up online. This is not an example of healthy boundary setting. Instead, it reflects an attempt at control. It demonstrates a lack of respect for Sarah's autonomy and individuality. Jonah's message is more about restricting Sarah's behavior to suit his comfort levels and insecurities rather than expressing his feelings or needs in a healthy manner. A healthier and less manipulative approach might be for Jonah to express how Sarah's actions make him feel without using ultimatums about what she should or should not do. Side note, I bet he loved how hot Sarah looked in her posts before they got together. So this is a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, Jonah needs to consider Sarah's needs and feelings and not just focus on his own, which it seems like he's selfishly doing. One last thing, Jonah Hill made a lovely documentary about therapy and it's a shame to see him weaponizing what he learned to attempt to manipulate his girlfriend. That sucks. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, uh, Jeff. Uh, yes. <laughs> Therapy, Jeff. On the fucking button, Jeff. Do you know? <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was actually only tweeting that. I was listening. No, but I was kind of like when you said if if you want to do that and you can't do, it, I I was I was like, is he giving her fucking ultimate? Yeah. Like, it's it is that's like he, he clearly doesn't understand what his therapist has been telling him. No, know? I think he does. I think the problem in this is that he is very clever. Really? Yeah, and I think he's wep- Like he knows that. On the outside, he would look like someone who has really done a lot of work on himself. Yeah. Really clever, really put together. Me and you loved him up until this. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. The perception is what the perception is until it kind of breaks through. I know. And that's, I think that's like the (laughs) the bigger issue is that when you're with someone who is so... And the, the fact you could see her falling for it in their yeah. messages she was like, well. oh, I'm sorry, yeah. And like what he said, it does, it would muddle the lines and you would be like, oh, fuck, he's used the word boundary. He's yeah. not being... Yeah, you'd be it, like, oh, shit, he's just expressing... It'd be harder for you to challenge it, which is... Jeff, on the fucking nose! Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jeff, everybody needs to see it. I hope Sarah saw it. But I saw someone else. So this is kind of like set off so many people being like, we've been saying this, um, you know, Drew... Drew. Drew Afulo. Afulo? No. Afulo? You definitely know her. She's the one who rips men out yes, of it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I yes, fucking I love her. Yes. So she kind of, she again put up something that was mega hilarious explaining why this was kind she of like, so fucked wo- up. She woman woman-splains how fucking she, on the floor so she, the standards are when it comes to men. So she woman-splained how outrageous this kind of whole thing was because I think the problem is so many blokes then came up being like let me just play you a little snippet of, yeah. of what Drew said so if you don't yet yeah, Afu Alo Drew Afu Alo yeah and, and she's the one who always Jeff Andrew in the channel Jeff and Andrew yeah um, or sorry Jeff and Drew Jeff and Jeff Jeff Andrew Jeff Andrew Jeff Andrew the people. Don't be lis- I'll do it. Don't listen to Carla. I'll do it. Listen to Jen. She's got this. I've got this. So. Hey. I want to talk to y'all about something important. Something that's been on my noggin recently. And by recently, I mean within the last 24 hours because I've been getting tagged in it nonstop on Twitter. And I have a feeling, a spidey sense tingle that y'all already know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Long story short, for those of you that are not caught up, man whose name is not important because who gives a fuck about him, oh, no. who had the honor of breathing Kiki Palmer's oh, no. air and bearing oh, yeah, a child with her, decided to publicly slut shame her on Twitter last night. Why? I don't. Okay, sorry. Very quick. Very quickly. quickly. This also came out at the same time. It was like same energy for Jonah Hill and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I did see the tweets about the Kiki Palmer thing on the stage with Usher. Yeah, so, the, so Kiki Palmer is an actress. Her. Baby Daddy tweeted a photo of her at an Usher concert where she's wearing like a cute body stocking and she's dancing with Usher. She looks fucking She looks cracking. She had a baby not too long ago. She's a babe anyway. Yeah. But doesn't matter. Her it's baby like, it's daddy. Like, it's like a sheer cut out on the side. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's a body stocking, like a PLT body stocking. You know the one where yeah. the tits are covered, the bum is covered, and everything else is sheer mesh. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen I see them in wedding dresses have it for fuck's sake. Like <laughs> piss off. <laughs> Come in. Jen, they're floating down the aisle. Like, got me PLT body stocking on. Love it. Fuck off. Sorry, so this happened within the same two days, and people were like, men are mad. Like, men have just lost their fucking mm. minds. So, her baby daddy posts a photo of a screenshot of her at the Usher concert saying, It's the outfit for me. You a mom, though. Mm. And then doubled down on this when everybody was like, Because some people thought he was saying, Oh, you're so hot, you a mom, you know what I mean? You're looking banging. Yeah. And everybody else is like, is he body shaming her? Is he like saying that she shouldn't be wearing that? Yeah. She's a ma. Mad stuff. No, he doubled down on that. Tweeted being like, these are, again, these are my boundaries and it's my relationship and I'm allowed, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, I come from a traditional background. I come from a traditional, you know, women have you, this kind of shite, you know what but I mean? But then don't well, then have be a the relationship. Be the breadwinner then. Yeah. Be the bre- stay at home dad. That's not, that's not very traditional. Yeah. That's not very whatever. So anyway, this happens within the same time as Jonah Hill. Everybody sends it to Drew because that's all she does. She still lays. When it comes to the men, she still lays. So this was her kind of explaining. Again, very well. Better summed up than me and you could probably do mm. as to why these things are mad. I don't fucking know. Couldn't possibly relate to someone who remains unemployed by choice. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. Larger issue I want to talk about is his justification for why it's okay that he did that. This is what he said, by the way. Any bitch ass dude. What he said was, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase the booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Oh, he rested his case. Oh, he that rested his case. Thing. Yeah, he rested his case, that. right? Uh, so, Teffy did a thing on this By the as way, well. any yeah. bitch so. ass dude who starts a tweet with, we live in a generation, eh, I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here, so let's just start with the easiest one. This man of the family bullshit. See your white dog shit argument, and I'm going to raise you one, buddy. If you're a man who upholds patriarchal beliefs and values, which is misogyny, by the way, that's a big word for Elmo, isn't it? <laughs> So you're a man who believes that his role as a man is to provide and protect his family. And a role for women in the family is to be subservient, to listen, and to bear children and stay at fucking home. If we're going just based off those categories for those gender roles, this man is not the sole breadwinner of his family. In fact, his job, apparently, he works for her. I guess my question and my confusion by proxy is, 
Who's really the fucking man in this relationship? Who the fuck are you to enforce a gender role that you yourself don't even meet? If you're such a man of your family, why aren't you out there fucking going to war? Or building a fucking house from scratch. <laughs> like, get to fucking work, bitch. Get off Twitter. And go build something, you fucking useless bitch. That's one. Second, men like this truly believe in those gender roles, right? Ask them how they feel about women who only date for money. Go ahead. I'll wait. Um, <laughs> oh, what? They don't like that? And why is that? Don't you want women to follow their role? You know why men don't like women who date for money? Because it's consensual. That's why. Next part. A whole bit with Usher and like, what if that was your girl and blah, 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 blah. I think a great prophet once said, if you can't handle a bad bitch, don't date a bad bitch. Only the most mediocre men in the world are intimidated by other men. Which in short means you don't fucking deserve her. And last part I want to talk about is the outfit and what she chose to wear. When men tell themselves in these little holes that they dig in the ground and they live in like little fucking rats that women only dress for the attention of men it proves one very awful and valid point that you don't see women as autonomous human beings you think that women only ever think about men you don't see kiki as a human being who chooses to dress how she fucking wants you see her as a sexual object uh, what else should i expect from a bunch of dudes under six feet i don't know <laughs> Nothing mobilizes terrible men faster than the opportunity to degrade women they would never have a chance with in their entire fucking lives, bitch. Not even with three wishes and a fucking genie could they land a bitch like Kiki Palmer. So am I shocked that all the world's worst Valvoline employees have some shit to say about Kiki? Of course not. I am shocked to hear, though, is how many men want women to justify what they, quote, bring to the table when they can't even afford a fucking table. And I've said this many times and I'll say it again. You don't have a seat at a bad bitch's table and you don't need to worry about what's being served. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Aren't a fucking nose, Drew. 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 Listen. Drew. Well, Drew. Drew, that's what I was saying. Drew. Drew, I was actually only tweeting that earlier. Listen. <laughs> Drew, see that wavelength? Me and you were on it. <laughs> Love you, Drew. Same one. Ah, uh, so true, like. And speaking <laughs> of delusional men. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time to talk about delusional people. <laughs> so we're going to do a little bit. We put out a box last night asking... You know, just everybody knows I'm a mad cunt. You know, like, <laughs> so, me and Jen were talking during the week about like what we'll what we'll record on this week, and Jen goes, "I'd love to do one on delusional people." Do you know the way everybody knows I'm a mad cunt? 
They do though. There's always that one. It's just like, but like, and they're, and they're generally not. Well, I mean, maybe I'm going to be proven wrong by the fucking answers in the box, but generally it's not a person that you're close to. It's no, like, it's like an like, acquaintance, isn't it? It's like a class clown. It's an acquaintance. Like, yeah, it is kind of a, from a distance, like that fucking mad thing. A neighbour. Although, a lot of ma's as well. A lot of people wrote in being like, yes, my mother. <laughs> yeah, well, boomers, yeah. They're yeah. all, they're all a little. They're all a little bit. They all have a bit of it in them. Yeah. Like, my mum has come out with some... <laughs> Your ma is the Clangers. most delusional person I've yeah. ever met in my life, but she's an iconic one. She's the best. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she thinks you and Amy... Yeah, like delusional. The like sun that yeah. shines out of your arseholes, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. doff. <laughs> Get over them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're not that great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. She's like, she yeah. can't see past you. No. She, she really can't see the water from the trees when it comes to her top. Fucking can't like she's a mad mad yeah. cunt. Yeah. Like mad yeah. cunt. But uh there was like we put out a box and oh, Do you know sorry, do you know do you have anybody? Delusion. I've worked with a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. I've worked with a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I've worked with a ton where you're just like, mm. how did you get there? Like there was one person I worked with who was was struggling with a new um, operating system. Yeah. Right? Needed a bit of extra help. Yeah. And then, like, in one of these, in one of these extra help sessions, asked if they could lead the training. Oh, no. Yeah, there's always one of them, isn't there? Because they thought it would look good. I'll stop. <laughs> no, that was, was the, they said, just look good for me. It would look good. There was that. You, you're in the, you're in the training. Now you want to lead the training? I know, I know. I was in the job. It would look really good. It would, but would it be the right thing to do? It absolutely wouldn't. You need to be kind of an expert in these things. Uh, I worked in a place where there was a woman, now middle-aged, and sometimes I have noticed, and please, this is going to be unpopular, but I have seen it happen. And I, I'm going to say that I, I will definitely fall into this category if I haven't already done. Yeah. But people, women, with baby brain... Our perimenopausal brains, our menopausal brains will definitely be delusional at one stage or another and have absolutely no fucking idea that they're doing it. Oh, okay. Because the hormones are off the fucking Richter scale. Yeah. Like, there's no control in it. There's nothing that you can really do about it. And you're just fucking stupid. Yeah. Do you know, you yeah. just do She's stupid stuff. But in this particular situation, I do believe that the woman was many puzzle. And she was only after being trained in on one thing, like a new thing. I don't want to specifically say no, because I know people out. from yeah. all different places that I've worked in will kind of identify her. But she's kind of like your ma, iconic in the sense that it's like she's just a boss bitch. Yeah, it's she, like just the delusion, but the confidence that goes with it. That's what so, I mean. It's that you have to have that air of like I really truly believe yeah. this like this is yeah, yeah. this is me this is how I made up yeah and you're like oh then you're fine yeah exactly yeah. but she so she was only trained on I think she had like 24 hours of training on this thing and somebody called in respect to the thing that she had just been trained in and whoever answered the phone was an expert in it and was just like I don't have the time for this I'm going to pass them off here's a bit of practice for you kind of thing she answered the phone and she said hi my name is uh, I'm the head of... Oh, no. 
this topic. Oh. And the whole fucking room. <laughs> it was like you turned to the person next to you, you know, and said, they turned to the person beside them, and, <laughs> and everybody was looking at each other, going. You can't fucking fault her. That's hilarious. Like <laughs> she just gets away with it because <laughs> she's just that fucking delusional, yeah. but it's iconic at the same but time. Is it because their age group again? <laughs> like this is something my mum does. My mum will tell me about someone. She'll tell me their title and their role and how much money she thinks they're on immediately. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's all about social status. It's the so weird. I'm like, why did you tell me that? She's uh, like, and you know, he's a count. He's probably on like 150 grand a year. Yeah. I'm like, what? I don't know this person. Yeah, yeah. Why are you telling me that? They're like, you bum me out. She's like, oh, hi, bloody well, whatever. That's bloody blah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who died? They're just no nonchalant about They're so nonchalant. Things. They're so, they're so fucking wild. Yeah. They're yeah. fucking mad. But, but is that a different level? Like, and it's not delusion, it's just a gas. Like, it's just so fucking funny. I'm like, why did you tell me that? Unaware of the surroundings. Like, and she's like, I don't know, really. Why did I tell you that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Funny, uh, yeah, why? Yeah. Why did you tell me that? I don't care. I know, it is. It's it, it's gas. Now, I, the question box, when we put this question out, there was quite a few, and I'm going to urge it. This is a fucking PSA, right? Public service announcement for the Unpopular Opinion podcast. When we put out a box... We're not fucking reading out anymore unless you give us context. Oh yeah, people are like me. Haha. Okay, what about you? Tell, Tell me why. Story. Tell me why. No, I'm not like pointing like any sort of to say your message around like that. We love every single contribution, but we're nosy and we want to know. We yeah. want more context. We want to laugh. We want to have a bit of a laugh, which is. Like the amount of people that as well wrote to us going, well, I have a story about Lee from Blue and didn't actually tell me the story. Oh, I was like, cool, can I hear it? We want to can know, I hear lads. It? We are on the edge of our fucking seats. We just want to know. So, like, there's a, a few of, unfortunately, I am that friend slash family member slash acquaintance. Tell me. That is delusional. We don't know why. Sorry about that. To be continued. Hopefully you get back in touch with us and tell us why. Um, somebody else said, it's me. Driving instructor gave me the title of my memoir. Very confident, just not very good. (laughs) Burn. I can see. Sick burn, bro. I can see she had the jangly earrings. You know, like, Ah! (laughs) everybody says. And the flowy sleeves. Remember, wear flowy sleeves as well so they can see you do the gear stick. Wear jangly earrings so that they can see you looking around and all your And your hair in a ponytail and make sure you just swish that bitch. Yeah. Swish it. <laughs> make sure that you know, all these things, like all these things you used to do for your fucking driving test. Who? Madness. Told us. And the mitts. The, mi- the mitts. I was told I was going to have to take the Playboy Bunny head decal off my back windscreen. I refused. I didn't fail my driving test because of that decal. I left it on. I'd say he was like, literally like, oh, Playboy Bunny, here we go. <laughs> You want to see that, like... Vroom, vroom. Man has gone through <coughs> years of trauma, I'd say. Just didn't look like... From, from the Playboy buddy. No, but, like, this man sitting in the car with the pink fucking seats and the dice oh. and the fluffy, like, seatbelts. Did you have the dice up, too? I had everything. We've talked about this. We've talked about the corset. Sorry, yeah, we did not we did an episode on... Driving tests and I driving, I think, in general. One of our funniest, very... Ages ago. Very ages I mean, ago. very ages ago, but 
so like we were like maybe we'll do one on driving the amount of stories that people had maybe we'll yeah. do a follow-up on driving because people are we might do because people would have having to do it since and it was in lockdown so nobody yeah yeah there was a bit of a pause on that but yeah somebody else said my mother is fully convinced she is not the root cause of me and my sister's drama or trauma sorry should i say I want more context. Yeah, might you know? as well do that. We need, yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, I have a nice one with context. Oh, lovely. If you'd like to hear it. So, I have a friend who has a new crazy story every week. She's so convinced of these situations that it's hard not to just go along with her. But one of the worst ones she told us is when her dog gave her mother CPR. <laughs> she, <laughs> she arrived home after a night out and there was an ambulance outside her house. Who, who arrived home? She, this girl. Yeah. That, right? Her mother had a fall and she told us how the dog was giving her mother CPR, breathing into her mouth and jumping up and down on her chest. No. Unfortunately, her mother did pass away that night. So it's something she really holds on to as the truth. And she likes to get us to confirm the story to new people she meets about how her mother died. Every time she brings it up, it's gut-wrenching because it's so bad that I want to laugh, but it's also a really sad situation. Let me unpack this. She arrived home, the ambulance was already there. Yeah. She didn't see the dog giving the mother CPR. She said the dog was giving... Yeah, she said the dog was breathing into the mother's mouth and jumping up and down on her chest. How does she notice? I feel like the paramedics would have taken over at this stage or were they all just around standing around looking at the dog <laughs> giving her CPR I feel really bad for laughing now There's a difference between delusional people and pathological liars Carla That did not happen Like <laughs> Google if dogs can give CPR there I know that there's so- There's ones that can hop on the chest there's one t- <laughs> fucking hop on the chest. What do I think you have to do it to that the tune of that? <laughs> no, there's dogs that'll make you sit down if you're about to have a fit. They don't fucking breathe into your mouth and hop on your chest to give you CPR. They haven't taken a first aid course. No. No. <laughs> I'm trying to see it from her perspective. I object. I'm trying to see it from her perspective. I'm trying to meet in the middle here. This story makes no fucking sense from the officer. How did the fucking ambulance get there? The ambulance was already there. Did one of the paramedics say, oh, Jay's, it was mad crack. We showed up to the gaff. The doctor's giving us fucking CPR. We lost her at 10.45. Like, no, it didn't. It didn't fucking happen. Excuse me. It didn't happen. Another thing on the list of things that didn't happen. I want that person on this podcast. I do. I actually, I do. I do. I I need her. I need her on it now. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, I had a mad aunt. I say that because I cut her out of my life a long time ago. She hated my friends, especially my boyfriend, when I was a teen. There was literally nothing wrong with them. My parents and other family members loved them. This aunt just didn't like people happy. Anyway, she wrote a 16-page fool's cap front and back to my granny's sister. My granny's sister. So. Great aunt. Her aunt's aunt. Right. 
Okay. Uh, about how I was dating a major gangland criminal, how my friends were selling their bodies and I had a drug and alcohol problem. My friends were so innocent, as was the boyfriend, the closest he was to a gangland figure was that he'd go on like 50 bag of weed and like six of his mates every once in a blue moon and I was never actually caught drinking so I don't know where she got that from. My granny's sister was like, what the actual fuck's going on and why are you posting me letters? Why are you posting what? <laughs> why are you posting me letters? <laughs> so she received the 16 pages. Why are you posting me letters? <laughs> Oh, you can't. About my grandniece, and she was laughing. She was the laughing stock of the family. It's just the tip of the iceberg for her delulu ness. Delulu. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are you posting? Why are you posting me letters? I love that response. It's fucking brilliant. Your nan's the best. Oh, I love that. Love her. Fucking brilliant. Um, had a there's actually two of these. I had a friend who thought all of the lads fancied her. A lot of those lads came out, so clearly not. Oh, oh. she's just a very good friend. I had a, actually. I had a sorry. There was a girl who's in the public eye, shall we say? Right. And when I mean, she was convinced that this openly like gay man mm. fancied her, like obsessed with the fact. And like me and my friend had to be like fully gay. Yeah. And she was like, no. Fully convinced. Like, nah, because he fancies me. And we were like, um, I don't think that's what's happening here. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're great friends. Yeah. GBFs. Yeah. They're yeah. just, they, they give you more attention than most men because yeah. and she was like, they're friends. She was like, that's fine, but he definitely wants to ride me. And I was like, I, I don't think so. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, another one is, Love this. My aunt reckons she's Jason Bourne because she doesn't have a passport, so she's untraceable. <laughs> <laughs> she probably has everything else. She probably has like the birth cert's probably on the wall at home. It's a birth cert. She's a PPS social social services card, guard she, age card, <laughs> proof of address all over the shop. She <laughs> and do you know how easy to, it is to get a fucking passport? Like, <laughs> don't check out. They don't check. They're literally like, there you go. That looks like you. That's your photo. That's your photo. They don't check a fucking thing. Like, <laughs> you can do it online now. Oh, stuff that's gas. You can take a photo on your iPhone now. I know it's hilarious stuff. It that's fucking brilliant. Love it. Uh, bad type of Delulu. Oh, hate bad types. Bad types, no. yeah. My friend will do everything in her power to convince everyone else that her boyfriend's amazing, but will always tell me how he'll ditch hanging out with her, refuses to post a picture of her to his Instagram, they've been together three and a half years, told me how he was Snapchatting other women, and sadly has just gone from being an upbeat, positive person to a really negative, really angry one. Sincerely believe she's not changed at all, but now when she argues with me about anything and everything she can. Oh no. I hate that when you see the change in someone. I don't think she's delusional though. I think she's just after been like he fucked her up. Yeah. Badly. But then is it Delulu to be telling everybody how amazing he is or is that no, like protective protective measures? Very common. Yeah, okay, fair. Definitely. Very, very common. Like I had a woman I used to work with and she used to talk about how amazing her husband was next thing they were getting a divorce. 
and okay. then it all came out about like all the shy, all okay. the shy. That fair. like fair, fair, they're fair. just trying to. I don't know, like cover it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair. I don't think it's delusion though. Okay, that's sad. I do see though my mystic mechanicity is telling me that in the future she will look back and be like very apologetic about all this shit. Yeah, do you know? Because generally, I will. I would hope that it does end and she gets the help that she needs. And yeah, that kind of thing. Um. My mother, full stop, <laughs> only seeing it now as I'm older and it's so shit. I think that's happening with a lot of people as well. It is, it is. <laughs> like, us millennials are kind of like, wow, boomers are fucking mad. Yeah. And um, we're, we're going to be absolutely mad. I think. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, I don't. Y- you're thinking about you, you're not thinking about. Yeah. Think about all the Delulu people that are out there that are our age now. Do you know the Especially, stuff that we see on social? It's gonna be. I was about, about to say the social media stuff is. It's like that's kind of a different gravy, and it's it's gonna lead to all sorts of different childhood trauma in years to come because of the amount of kids that are being shared and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so trigger warning for this one: abuse and suicidal ideology. So just trigger warning, my guys. Fast forward maybe two minutes. Okay. I haven't spoken to my brother for six years. He physically abused me and our whole family base uh, basically disowned him. He ruined one of our family weddings by having a full-on scrap with his girlfriend and only a few weeks ago started a scrap with my aunt in a pub. He thinks the whole world is against him and a few weeks ago he put up a family post. Please see below. So it's a screenshot from his page saying, the family member who decides to heal will be seen as the enemy and they will have to broken the pattern of family behaviour. And then one of them 100 and, you know... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> number one, one symbols. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I could actually tell a hundred more stories, like how he gambled away thousands, told Paddy Power he would commit suicide if they didn't refund him, guards and everything at my mum's door. Deluded behaviour. Oh god, fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, he clearly needs help. That's and that's a serious one. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah do you know what it is? It's like, especially with like the gambling and all that other kind of crack. You're like, you need. Like rehab, like an actual... And it's all... It's these people who are like... These terrifying people. The likes of Andrew Tate who think they're awake. And we're all in a simulation. And they think that we're the ones who need help. It's always those though, isn't it? That yeah. like have those big family bust-ups that are like... I'm not the problem. I'm not the but problem. But they're the common denominator. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's mad. A uh, bit more light lighthearted here. Yeah. Uh, my mom rings me every day to tell me all the clickbait she read online. Nobody <laughs> believes it. <laughs> when I read now, she toy show the musical cost three billion. I saw oh. it somewhere. And you know what? It's the fucking. I've, lately, I've been seeing it, and it's more so in groups. It's really uh, targeted, but it looks kind of believable. So it's like they'll name a girl. And they'd be like, it was in the Finglas group. This is an example. And I'm part of, I think, a trim group from years ago as well. But it was like, I, and I only coughed it was a scam because it was the exact same article, but one said girl from Finglas and then the other one said girl from trim. So it's these scammers who basically say, made such and such amount of money from Bitcoin or whatever it was, or like it was a new thing I hadn't heard of before. And I actually clicked on the article. But they have like screenshots of Ireland AM and this girl, and they've changed the headlines. So there's no video available, but it's basically quoting like Elaine Crowley saying Elaine tried this on thing and she made like 86 quid in two minutes or whatever it was. 
but it looked really fucking believable. And it was like this girl from Finkler. So they went to all the like community groups. groups. Yeah, and we're like, look at this, look lads. At this. This yeah. is how she did it. <coughs> Click this link. Exactly. Oh my god. And they go into such detail about oh well I'm the author of this and like I tried it out to see if it's legit and let's see you know like putting doubt in like making it seem as if the author of the article doubted it it's like this is a lot of bullshit so I tried it so you don't have to kind of thing like so fucking believable but I was like the amount of elements that will get stung yeah that's so sad so I've been telling myself the past 11 years I'm going to be a successful CEO (laughs) Still fairly, del- in, or sorry, still fairly intermediate level. It's me. I'm delusional and I am the drama. And then replied again saying, ah, for fuck's sake, here's me thinking I had something unique. So <laughs> I'm so delusional, even thinking that I was the CEO of being delusional. Oh, yeah. Ah, look, <laughs> full circle and so all that. Thought that they were the most delusional. And that's how delusional they were because it was actually somebody else. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, my, this is a two-parter. My friend is convinced that, that every male wants to shag her. And that her body count is higher than the rest of us because she's so good at sex. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's not why her body count is higher. That doesn't, nothing counts until after the fact. So it's. Everybody, I feel like everybody has an acquaintance or a friend who thinks that they're like the shag of. Top shagger. Top sh- <laughs> Genuinely top shagger. Top shagger. It's not just a man thing. No, no. There's definitely one in like every friend group who thinks that they are like the ride of everyone's life. The top shagger. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that mad? Yes. It's so funny. I'm like Starfish Supreme over there thinks that she's... <laughs> I just, but it just makes no sense. Like this is, this is, but this is the type of delusion that I wanted to hear about because like she thinks that her body count is higher than the rest of us because she's so good at sex. Who would know? That she was good at sex before having sex with it. So it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. D- that's not. Do you think like word is spreading and it's like, gotta go to this girl <laughs> and get a shag? Like, you know, it's it's like, not a viable reason. Yeah. For your body game to that high. It's like, I gotta tell the last. Doesn't make sense. Call up Sarah there. She's fucking whopper. I'm a top <laughs> shagger. Doubt it. Like just, I it, uh, just, no. No, that's that's a kind of funny delusion. I was yeah, thanks very much. Um, oh, we have oh, we got a a chunky meaty one right here. Right. So me and my fiance recently found out we're pregnant. Not planned, but delighted. Currently in the process of saving for our house and our wedding, so we've stepped on the gas a little now toward the gaff. Anyway, I told my fam they're also delighted and they're looking forward to the new arrival and are more than happy to have us with them for a while if we need to. So we go and tell his family, brother and his family are delighted. Mother and father-in-law are not too pleased. Bear in mind, we've been together nine years, we've been engaged for one, we're 28, not 19, and we're not pregnant after a one night stand. So we were at a meeting with the bank about what we need to get the ball rolling toward a gaff, and it went well. So we popped into the in-laws on the way home for tea. Well, I tell you, the sorriest thing we ever did, it fucking kicked off. What? <laughs> Love that. It fucking kicked off. <laughs> Apparently, we're making the biggest mistake of our life, bringing a Bringing a baby into the world without a stable home, blah, blah, blah. Over their dead body will we be living with my family when the baby comes, when there's no room in their house. No fucking thank you. Anyway, this has kicked off and I was adamant that I'm not staying in a house I'm not want, that I'm not wanted in. So backstory, my brother-in-law has three kids, 10, 8 and 18 months. My father-in-law suffers from bipolar disorder. The in-laws were minding the kids and the oldest one threw a temper tantrum, as kids do. And instead of taking him by the hand and speaking to him about his behaviour at my father, or sorry, about his behaviour, my father-in-law throws a telly at him. (gasps) He threw a fucking telly at a 10-year-old. 
Oh my God. So after all of this shit kicks off, we go over about a week or two later and it's like nothing ever happened. All is right in the world and my mother-in-law is knitting a baby cardigan for me. You would think I was on drugs telling you this story if you had seen this stuff. Fucking Delulu. Jesus. My God. Well, look. That's kind of sinister. Congrats on the baby. <laughs> congrats. We wish you all the best. Hope you got a new TV. <sighs> Fucking hell. Imagine throwing a telly at someone. I couldn't even lift a telly. That's... I thought it was going to be like a remote. No, full on. <laughs> Fuck the remote. Get the middle man. Let's <laughs> go straight for the telly. Fuck the coffee table. Fuck the remote. Go for the big one. Go for the big one. Go big or go home. Me. Jesus Christ. Um, right, well, I hope you're okay. Yeah, sorry. hope it all works out for you. Yeah. Um, somebody here said... We, <laughs> sorry, how do we go from, like, dog CPR <laughs> to, like, brother to, like, <laughs> you top shagger to fucking TV thrower? Yeah. This is a nice light one. Do you want to hear this one? Yeah, I'd like I'd like to this, finish on something light, please. This person likes to call her the Lulu person. Uh, this is the way she worded it. We call her, I can do that. Oh. <laughs> in, in air quotes. She'll say she can do literally anything. Like, our Tyler let us down last year and she was like, like heading to home base for the group. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that. Don't worry. I do. Just YouTube it. Just, just. But I'm like, I think I'm a bit like that as well. You are like, you are 100% like that. But I have, I have the, like the products to back it up. Do what do you mean? Do you remember my garden, Summer Hill? The garden, pat, the patio furniture that I made out with pallets. Oh my God, Jennifer. On Carly. Jen. Don't fucking start. Jen, we're not doing this, right? I'm you're whatever amount of weeks pregnant. Unbelievable. You're not building a wardrobe. I, I already have. It's not done. It's not finished. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> starting something. <laughs> no, I'm finishing it, hopefully. I'm like, I'm very like that. If I get a quote for something, I'm just like, what, six grand? I'll do that. So go paint the gas. <laughs> I do don't that. think you can. I'll do that. Adam's an actual painter And she's like No no I'm always at that If he doesn't do something on time I'm like Fine Give us it Give us the roller Do you know I'm like Oh no I love I would love a video I am delusional When it comes to it Delusional Delusional. I think everyone's a little Delusional about DIY though I think so I think I think when they see A regular Joe Soap On YouTube doing it They think they can do it as well And that's you need more practice than that. I have this big dream that I'm going to start, like, making my own clothes. Like, yeah. just for myself. You've said this before. I've never, never sewn before in my life. But I fully think that I'm going to be, like, perfect, Supervisor you know? Supervisor in a sound factory. Yeah. 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 Like, head of PLT. <laughs> Creative director. There's, there's an opening. I'm oh, sorry. Um, I have an unpopular opinion before we go. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> I do not get the hype around Taylor Swift and the tickets. And we've talked about Taylor Swift being my ma- yeah my opinion. One of the one of the things is just about I just think that she doesn't. I think her personality is beige. She's a blank and A4. 
sheet of paper. I yeah. got very far, which I was accepting. Yeah, that was like, it's an unpopular opinion for a reason, but I don't understand. The last time she was here, I'm going to say it was 2K18, because I remember going to plenty of events and being offered nothing but fucking Taylor Swift tickets from radio presenters, because they could not shift them. So yeah, I got the tea from an actual right. stand. Okay. So from Fanula. <laughs> She's a Swifty. She's a Swifty. Right. It was between Fanula or Reese. I went for Fanula. Oh yeah, Reese. I couldn't have cope to Reese. Reese would have been like, no, see, no. Yeah. <laughs> like Fanula will give it to me straight. Yeah. Reese is too. He's too in the. He's lost in the Taylor sauce. He was crying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, no, you're too emotional about this. I got to go to somebody who isn't crying about he, it. He's too. Yeah, he's yeah. emotionally yeah. involved. Right. Yeah. He's like invested. Um. So I went to Fanula and I asked her. I go. Because I don't, I don't get it either because I'm like, hold on, she was here before and nobody bought the fucking yolks yeah. and now she's doing three dates and nobody can get the fucking yolks. Mm. It's like Garth Brooks. Yeah. What happened? But well, so, I don't know, it's, it wasn't even that. I think Garth <clears throat> just wasn't happy with the amount of gigs he got the last time, so he cancelled. No, but as in the amount of tickets that oh, are being Oh, sorry, sold. yes, yeah, I yeah. get No, I'm not, not even getting into the Garth Brooks gates. Oh, it's Jesus. the country. I went to it. Anyway, yeah. the country music. Country. So Fanula explained to me that basically when she did her last tour, I can't remember what it was called and I don't give a fuck. This one was called Eras. The last one is whatever-ish thingy. She did two nights, but she was told not to do two nights. She was told she was going to struggle selling the second night, but she was doing two nights in every city. So I th- obviously not her, but her team were like, don't give a fuck, we're doing the second night. So... Fanula was like, it was definitely more than 10,000, but definitely less than 20,000 tickets that did not sell. Okay. Which is a fucking fairly sizable amount. Yeah. So, and she was like, for a couple of reasons, back then she was still not popular. Like she was going through like a flop era. Okay. Which everyone will be like, Taylor's never had a flop era. She has. And this was kind of during her little bit of a flop era. I don't know the album that it came out. She wasn't doing press or promo for the tour. You know, the way now, like... She's everywhere now. This last album that she's done has been fucking everywhere. Mm. You can't get away from it. And the songs are mediocre. And everybody's gone Mm. wild for them and whatever else like that. Yeah, so she's just going... It was like an artist who was not really that well, you know... Not in Ireland anyway. Not in Ireland anyway. Well, people obviously very much loved her, very much was obsessed with her. That was fine. But she was just in a little bit of a floppy flop. Yeah, okay. Now she's not so much in a floppy flop. So you have, she's she was supposed to do two nights. She's now doing three nights. There's like, everybody wanted the Friday. And then they, then they were like, oh my God, I didn't get the Friday. I'm going to have to do the Saturday. I was like, I can't believe the Saturday is my birthday. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> right. How annoying for me <laughs> when is it next uh next year the 28th 29th and 30th okay of right. june so everyone's like oh i got the saturday i was like how dare you that's my fucking birthday yeah yeah how fucking dare you, Why you what's so bad about the saturday i the don't know her. i don't know uh, aviva see they, they're gas the way to see go on that's what i mean there was like, I the and then there was like if you bought her album you got a pre-sale code okay uh, but now there's people like getting really like anybody who got the pre-sale tickets and then there's people who got there's general admission and then there's like waiting list in case something like comes up for resale and oh my god it seems like a fucking hot mess yeah seems like a hot mess it's that is a bit mad isn't it like the tour all the clips that i've seen of the tour looks grand like it's a taylor's it's a taylor swift concert she's just not and now i'm not i think her songs are i think she's a great songwriter yeah i think her songs are 
her I like, songs. I like. I like the, some of them. So I like some of the shit she comes out with. Yeah. Like not as it, not music wise. I don't like her music, but some of it, like she she speaks the truth. Like yeah, you know sometimes yeah. she will come out with you know people are always asking her who she's fucking dating and all this. She's like fuck off. Do you know? Yeah. I like that about her. And I like the fact she like turns. I like the fact she use people get annoyed about the fact that she uses her real life about what else she gonna write about you? Yeah. <laughs> you fuck off. Like what's she gonna talk about your dog? Yeah, I know. Cats? So it's like yeah, but. Other than that, I'm just like, I just don't get the hype. I really don't. No, I think it's more just the foolishness that I see people performing around a ticket. Yes. It's a concert. I know. No, it's very, very, you very know. true. Uh, do you have a stomper? Oh, I have. The stomper? The fucking stomper. Right, okay. Let's right. Carla's stomper of the week. I've listened to the song no less than 30 times since yesterday. And I'm urging you to go onto his profile and look at the, well, watch the video in full, but also the clips that he's putting up with the video. I've never been so, like, it's like magnetic. Okay. So it's Troy Savan. I used to call him Troy A because he's got an E at the end. It's okay. Troy with me. All right. Troy A. Kanye. Troy A. Uh, Savan. And it's, it's his latest song called Rush. And it is the anthem. Right. Like the anthem, guys, okay? I can't even begin to express it so good. You got me I think you hyped that up a bit too much. Oh, no. When I mean watch the snippets that he's been putting up. Right. It is like, I'm obsessed with this song and with everything that he's... I'm just, I'm fucking obsessed. You know, when you're just like, ah! Right. Yeah, I don't get the hype about that either. Oh, my God. I just, I don't know. Right. It's everything about it. Alright, very fucking played you. Right, thanks a million for listening. We hope you enjoyed. We're gonna go and record our Patreon now, which the link for will be down in the show notes as usual. And hope you have a lovely weekend and we will talk to you next week. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.